If you want to experience more joy in your everyday, create space to grow and raise all of your farm dreams, and fully honor who you are and what you value, then this podcast is exactly where you want to be. I'm Bev Ross, and I cultivate joy on my farm in the most surprising of places, and I can help you do the same. Welcome to the Joy Farmer Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Joy Farmer Podcast. I'm your host, Bev Ross, and welcome back. Welcome back to you, welcome back to me. I know it's been a while, um, but it's okay. You know, uh, things come up and things happen, and I think the most important thing or the most important lesson that I can give you here is that no matter how long you've been away from something, if it's something you love, you can absolutely come back to it whenever you're ready. So that's what I'm doing here. I am back um, because I love recording the Joy Farmer podcast. So today we're going to talk about sorting things out. And this all started because lately I've kind of felt like the sheer volume and weight of something large I needed to do was really weighing me down. And I'm sure that you've been in that situation before too. It just kind of feels like things have piled up so much that you're not really sure where to start. And you're just kind of procrastinating getting going because you're afraid that you're never actually going to be able to finish it. So what's the point, right? And this situation is kind of an easy one to dismiss because many people think that the problem is just a getting started problem. You know, objects in motion stay in motion, so you just need to get started. And if you know all the tips and tricks for getting started, um, then you may think that that's all you need to do is do that first step. But what about when it becomes something really large because it started as something small and kind of ended up snowballing? Those situations can be really easy to find ourselves in because we can forget to pull out you know, our tips and tricks for getting started and apply them to what we perceive as something as a small or a minor situation. Like, Maybe a short break, you know, that you needed to take ended up turning into a three-month unplanned vacation from releasing your podcast. <laughs> that was me more recently. Um, and what happens when you do something like that is you get this idea in your head that you have to put out something absolutely amazing because it's been so long. And that pressure can end up stopping you from even getting started. But a situation that you may find more relatable is maybe you got so busy that you weren't able to put your laundry away fully that one time six months ago, and now it's piled up so much that your husband has tripped in the closet and broke a bunch of things and actually almost got really hurt. <laughs> yeah, that was me. Um, that's something that has also happened to me recently. So you can see how a decision to press the pause button can kind of end up going a little longer than you meant for it to. And now the original thing that needed to get done has just kind of grown into a really big mountain. 
But I'm not going to sit here and tell you to never press the pause button so that you can prevent things from piling up or preventing total catastrophe because I think that we all know that grinding it out does get things done, but at what cost to us mentally and physically? Sometimes we get stressed or sick or we can get burned out completely and pressing that pause button is the anchored buoy that we cling to when we really need a break because it kind of just feels like the wind is whipping around us and we're trying really hard not to slip below the surface completely. Hitting pause gets us time to catch our breath, to do something to reset with the idea that we'll come back to it recharged and raring to go. But the problem we run into is while we've hit the pause button and had every right to do so, nothing else around us paused. So time continues to move in its linear fashion. Clothes continue to be worn and washed and the pile grows bigger. And unless someone was your double while you took time off from work, it doesn't stop coming in while you're gone. So now you have to work harder to make up for being away. These are easy situations to find ourselves in over and over and over again, which can trick you into thinking that you're doing something wrong. But you aren't. You're doing great. And truthfully, if you took the time to hit that pause button and you found yourself here in this situation that I have found myself in a couple of times more recently, then you're doing really amazing because you took that break that you needed instead of caving to the self-sacrifice monster that society thinks that moms and wives should really be constantly worshiping. So give yourself a pat on the back for hitting that pause button. But once you've taken your finger off the pause button, is there a reset button we can hit? (laughs) There isn't, Um, but we can definitely recover from that pause. And now I'm going to tell you the story for how this episode came to be. So this morning, I decided that today was going to be the day that I finally took care of that laundry pile that had been growing in my closet for months and months and months. And yes, my husband really did trip in our closet, and it was a huge mess. I mean, it was a bigger mess than all of those baskets of laundry. (laughs) And what had happened was this summer, the gardening season really took a lot out of me. And, you know, so did a lot of my other projects. So I ended up with just too many things on my plate, and I decided that I was going to save myself time by just pulling laundry from the basket every day rather than putting it away. But... As you know, if you've done something like that before, it didn't work out that way. I don't always wear gardening clothes, so new stuff was being added to the clean basket each week that I wore less often. Seasons change, so now there's tank tops and long sleeves, and I'm probably not wearing those during the same season, so now more baskets are being added to hold the sheer volume of stuff. Um, New stuff gets bought, and... (laughs) I always hold on to old clothes that end up with holes or stains um, because I think that I'm going to wear those clothes during the really dirty farm jobs, but during the really dirty farm jobs, but spoiler alert, I don't. I end up still wearing the nice stuff and then I end up with more stuff with holes and stains on them that I'm still holding on to. (laughs) So short story long, what ended up is one basket became a mountain. And for the past month, I've been trying to tackle that mountain by dragging all of it out of the closet, dumping it on my bed, and 
the thought was that I'd have to put it away before bed tonight, right? So now it's really going to get done. But nope, I would just sweep it back into the baskets every night. It was just too much to tackle at once. So at this point, you might be thinking to yourself, I always put my laundry away. So what the heck am I going to get out of this story? Well, I'm sure that you have your own mountain. It's just not made of laundry. Yours might be garden tools or summer weeds that are now a huge mess of brown outside, which is honestly another one of my mountains that I need to tackle. Or there might be a pile of summer-related farm tools and feeding and watering dishes that need to be taken care of. Or maybe the list of maintenance that you need to do around your farm for your livestock, your house, or your children is kind of getting out of control. You know, livestock need their shots and hooves trimmed and vitamin supplements, and the house needs things being repaired or things switched over to change the seasons. And, you know, kids need dental appointments. Their glasses need to be picked up. They need new clothes. They need all sorts of stuff. So that you know, list of just things that you need to do can end up really piling up. Or maybe your mountain is something completely different, but I hope that these ideas uh, helped you recognize whatever your mountain is um, so that you can apply what we're going to talk about here to that. So how do we tackle our mountains? It's time for the good stuff. In a nutshell, we sort it out. And The way you sort your mountain is going to depend on what kind of mountain it is. Some mountains need physical sorting, others need mental sorting or action-oriented sorting, and many mountains will require a combination of physical, mental, and action-oriented sorting. So let's start with how to physically sort things. And the best way that I have found to do this is to just make piles, actual, real piles, in as few categories as possible. We're not diving into tiny details yet. So now your pile of laundry is now in hanging, folding, and miscellaneous piles. Yep, a whole mountain I just put into three piles. (laughs) Or maybe your summer waters and feeders are in clean, dirty, needs repair, and needs replacing piles. Or whatever categories you need to sort your physical stuff into. And then now it's time to sort again. While you're sorting the second round, Chuck the things that you don't want or need or are broken. This is a note to myself to get rid of those things that I'm not actually going to wear because they're covered in paint and all those holes. (laughs) Or throw out that waterer that has that broken lip, but you're holding onto it hoping that, you know, you can repair it. But there is no repair for that thing because it's, you know, like a cheap plastic thing and there just isn't anything that you can do about it. And what you want to do at this point is pull out your phone and keep a list of the things that you're throwing out that need to be replaced. That way you don't forget and add to your mental mountain on accident. And the way that I do this um, is I have an app on my phone. It's called Keep. And that's what I use to just list. And I've got like hundreds of lists on there, Um, but they're searchable. So don't worry if you end up with a bunch of them. That way you can go reference that list and remember that you need to go, you know, grab a new thing that you threw out. So now what I do is I make all the piles all require the same action. So for our laundry analogy, tees that need folding, socks that need pairing, etc. For our livestock equipment, I'll sort them even deeper into categories like type of repair or storage location. And the categories don't matter too much, so don't get too stuck on trying to determine what they are. 
your sorting will inspire clearer, more efficient categories as patterns pop out. And then you're going to decide the priority, make your to-do list. If it's obvious, it can't all be done in this moment. And then start with the smallest, highest priority task. Because if your mountain needs several days or weeks for tackling, there's no sweat when you sort it like this. You dedicate what you can to it daily and stick to it because small daily actions really add up, even if it's just five or 10 minutes. And getting those high priority things out of your head and off of your shoulders will help clear you up to take care of the other things. It's those high priority things that kind of end up weighing us down and making us feel like we're not doing enough. So that's why I always say small is high priority is what you should tackle first. And mental and action-oriented mountains can be sorted too. Uh, I usually just do those on paper, or I type them in a document, or I load the list into project management software. And I'm actually a huge fan of project management software. Um, if you are part of mine and Caitlin's Positively Farming Media Mastermind, then you are already aware of how much I love project management software. The reason I love it so much is you can save a lot of time by dragging and dropping the things that you type out um, into appropriate categories and schedule them out. So it really makes my planning heart happy, uh, but also it gives you a lot of flexibility to move things around without a lot of erasing or copying and pasting. But whatever you use, the process is the same. You brain dump all of the things into a huge list, break them out into large categories that slowly get sorted into smaller ones as you recognize patterns, and then you dedicate and schedule the time that you can each day to tackle it. And you might be thinking, oh my gosh, I have dozens of mountains. How am I ever going to tackle all this? Well, same. I'm in the same boat, and I think a lot of us are. The process is the same, but you can actually start by recognizing and sorting your mountains because you might be able to combine a few of them. So I promise that you'll get through it, though, if you apply some sorting to it so you know where to take action first. I hope that you found this episode helpful. What I want you to take away from this more than anything is that you deserve to press pause when you need to. And when you press pause, the things you need to do may pile up, but it's totally normal to find ourselves facing those mountains that have grown from something small. And you can absolutely sort your way out of it. So don't feel overwhelmed or like everything is just always going to be chaos all the time. Finding joy in every day is just about finding the tools that we need to tackle uncomfortable situations when they arrive. And this is another tool in your tool belt for that. Now, go sort and tackle your mountain. And until next time, farm what brings joy. Thanks for listening to the Joy Farmer Podcast. You can find links to everything we discussed today in the show notes over at joyfarmerpodcast.com. And don't forget to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at Joy Farmer Podcasts.